I'm Lisa Young, and we're so excited to be back with the Creative Marriage Podcast. And I'm joined with my husband, my better half, Ed Young. Thank you. And we're going to talk today about communication. Oh, boy. That's good. Yes, it is. It I is. Like it. I like I love communication. I mean, you have to have it. And I think communication, guys, is definitely the key for sex as well. And we don't, we don't think about it that way because we just think about sex, but communication, great communication usually, usually will lead to the bedroom. And it can also lead to great romance. That's right. That's what I mean. That's what I mean. <laughs> romance, talking. Do you have a one track mind? No, I do not. I don't think possible. I'm wondering, I'm wondering, but communication has, it plays into a lot of different things. Sex is definitely one of them, Mm -hmm. but communication is all about getting to know your spouse, their needs, which sex is definitely a need, um, but about their needs, their desires, their wants, their goals. And it starts with communication. When you and I started dating, as you've said before in previous podcasts that we were, you were, I was 15, you were 14 and a half and you couldn't drive. I couldn't drive and we were too young, but we met in church. So we would talk on the phone a lot. And that was how we got to know each other. Cause we couldn't really go out on dates. I mean, your dad used to bring you to my house sometimes. Mm-hmm. You remember that? Oh, that was so embarrassing. I couldn't <laughs> drive. My father, he had this big, black like cadillac or something i don't know what it was uh, i think it was Dad was one of the first people that had a phone in his car i mean he was like it was, he was like the og like a, it was yeah, like a yeah. shoe box so he would he would drive he would drive me to lisa's house and i would walk up that long driveway and then he would leave and pick me up i don't know two or three in the morning no no i'm gosh, kidding he picked no. me up no no like no 10 or 11 o'clock at night but that and, was usually like a once a week if that yeah um and we had great come. talks. We would talk all the a time, long time, hour after hour. And my um, my parents and your parents would go, "What are you guys talking about?" And don't you remember uh, those of us who were married, or maybe you're thinking about marriage? I mean, don't, don't you remember too when you first met? It just flowed. It was like it just it just happened. You know, you know, like a like a like a good like a good hip hop song. You yeah. Know? And then you just kind of roll with it, and all of a sudden. You know, when you get married, and this is good, this is not all bad, familiarity creeps in, you've used up so many words at the office, or here and there, and it's like, whoa, I just I just want to watch some Netflix, you know? What do they call it? Is it chill Netflix? Netflix, and oh, I don't I just know. want to watch. <laughs> I don't think that has good connotations. It has bad connotations, I know, doesn't it, a little bit. <laughs> Let's just watch, yeah. say, watch Netflix, Netflix and chill. <laughs> Netflix. Yeah, let's just watch. <laughs> let's just watch netflix and chill that's or, what brent evans says let's just watch i'm kidding i, I, I don't want to like bloom no yeah let's just watch netflix and chill and it's and it's more than that it's it's all about communication because because as as well as you communicated in those early days you can bring that into and at the forefront in the forefront of the marriage today so Women start with feelings, you know. I feel this way, and I feel that way, and I'm feeling, and that's great. And then we get to the facts. Guys, we're like facts, 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 and then finally, feelings. And I think it's funny when guys imitate women talking. It's like, 
And when women talk about, oh, here's how my husband talked. I don't think it's that bad, but there is some, there is something to that. Yes. There's I, something I, to communication because we communicate differently. I remember you talked about uh, recently in, in a message, you were talking about the playground and what little girls, their communication skills. Yeah, Harvard. Um, I don't know why Harvard does these studies, but they are you know have all this money and a lot of smart people are at Harvard. But they did this study of a playground, a preschool playground. They wired the playground. They discovered that 100% of the noises that the little girls were making were understandable, articulate words. Only 60% of what the guys said, the little boys said, were understandable. The other 40% were were words and sounds like... (laughs) Just sound effects. And I've never stopped with sound effects. I love sound effects. I think they are a verbal... Emoji. That, I like that. I like that. A verbal okay. emoji. So sometimes, you know, maybe I'm going to communicate that way where I need to use words. But let's do talk about that because the Bible says this. Ephesians chapter 429. Do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths, but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs that it may benefit. I'll slap somebody right now. Those who appropriately those who listen that's right you know, so i i, I got to tell the story okay we'll tell the story and then i have something to say when our twins i have something to communicate i know when our twins and i'm probably um interrupting too much but i've that i i struggle with that no but when our twins were four or five i took them fishing you know i love fishing it's a biblical sport and we were catching these little little brim little perch and when i catch a fish i return it back to its natural habitat catch and release well she wanted to keep one of the fish and take it home and 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 show you so i said okay you can take one home what i didn't know was behind my back she had caught another one and put the other fish in my tackle box zipped it up i had no idea and so i took her home her little fish home i thought but there was another one in the tackle box the rod and reels home, got home, put all the fishing gear in the garage, went upstairs and whatever, you know, creatively communicated, I'm sure. And from that point on, as 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 the days wore oh, on and it in was the July. triple degree Texas heat. It was July. Somebody slapped oh, somebody. It's so hot. It was all of a sudden I had an odor, and I have a great nose. The well, smell. the odor wasn't you. No, 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 wait, no, I'm was sorry, it wasn't me. No, wait, it wasn't me. Let's make no. that clear. There was something, and, and it's, we, it's, we thought it. something had died inside oh, yeah. the walls of our house. So we're searching everywhere. Oh, it was terrible. And then we kind of isolated it to the garage, went to this one shelf where we kept a lot of like fertilizer, stuff like that. And we're yeah. thinking, is it the ant killer, the oh, fertilizer? Yeah. What is it? And Ooh. then you opened go, the tackle man, box. It couldn't be my tackle box, but. <laughs> Looked inside, this smell, I mean, it just like, it, it was It was really, really bad. So that was a spoiled, rotten it fish. It was an unwholesome. Okay. This word, Ephesians chapter 429, do not let any unwholesome, the word unwholesome, it literally means spoiled fish. So when I talk in an unwholesome way toward my spouse, or when she talks in an unwholesome way toward me, we're stinking up 
the whole house. Oh, that's good. That's good. That's good. And and that's that's not what we're supposed no, to do. No, no. It's a good illustration. It's not a good thing to yeah, do. Yeah. So so um, stay away. From the spoiled fish. But communication basically, uh, I think you could break it down to three different aspects. Okay. Communication in marriage is about exchange of information, I got which it. we talk about that on a date night yes. where you can tell what's going on in your life, events, things like that. Because we get so busy and we use our words um, for work. We use our mm. words for the children. And then it's like, do we have any communication, any words left for our spouse. So we want to give information about what's happening in our lives. The other thing is for affirmation. And that is the compliment, the building oh, up. Oh, there's nothing like a well-placed compliment. I'll just, just, just from my selfish perspective, I, I speak because I'm a, I'm a pastor and I love positive comments. I mean, I can live off a positive compliment for, I don't know, a couple of months, but no one has has the 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 sauce the the spizzerinctum. That's another cool word. I don't know what it means. Like Lisa, when she says, "Honey, I really enjoyed that message. God really spoke through you." Or, you know, and I'm the same way. You I look mean, sexy, or something like that. I know. Uh, really, the really, affirmation so is the is affirmation. Huge. Oh, from your spouse. Oh. How many like words are you using Ooh. to affirm Convicting. your spouse? That's big. That's you know, huge. Didn't you tell me it's a 20 to 1 ratio? We talk about it in The Creative Marriage. I believe it's this. Yeah, I know we did in The Creative Marriage in our, in our new book. That it takes 20 positive comments to erase one negative. Wow. Wow. How about that? Yeah, so that goes back to that unwholesome. Information, affirmation. Oh, and here's one. It's going to get quiet. You'll want to turn this podcast off or press pause or whatever. Confrontation. Confrontation. Uh-oh. Ooh, because sometimes we have differences, arguments. We need to deal with some sticky stuff in our relationship. Whoa. We call that confrontation. Now, that's a big part of advancing our relationship. When you face mm -hmm. a hurdle, you're able to deal with it. You're able to talk about it and then you move forward. But how do you do that? How do you do it without damaging the other person's feelings or damaging you the relationship? Very, you have to be very careful, Lisa, because, you know, we, we enjoy sports. We enjoy, you know, watching you, especially, I mean, you're a big college football fan. I am. I am. And we like basketball, baseball, all that stuff. But, when when it's, when, it, when a game is played well, both teams are. I know this is basic, but it's 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 deep. Both team both teams follow the rules. Yep. Or or like if you like MMA or boxing, let's get even even more uh, a little bit more graphic. There there are rules of engagement. I mean, there there are rules you have to follow. So when it comes to communication in marriage, especially confrontation, a lot of times we're like. Okay, I'll just, you know, vomit all over my spouse. Oh. <laughs> Can I say that? Or, or you know, I'll yell or name call or whatever. We've thrown the rule book aside. Yeah. If you watch football without rules, it's chaos. And if you try to, to, to communicate without rules, chaos. You know, sometimes you're watching a football game. Let's say this team is penalized a lot. And when you watch the game on television, 
you'll see that little little box, that little yellow box with flag. That means a flag has been thrown. They've broken the rule. Well, I think in marriages, as we look at them, a lot of times is a little yellow box with a flag because we've broken and I the think, communicative rules. I think when you're talking about communication, you have to use the backdrop of our commitment in marriage. In other words, when we got married, um, we were we made a covenant with one another yes. and we became one flesh. We said, I do. We said, I do. And we become one flesh, meaning we're unified in all things. And even though we come from very different backgrounds, you have your family of origin that had ways of communication. I had mine. And that's where, mm-hmm. I mean, that's where it can get tricky is when you bring these things into your relationship. And you got to talk about that. Here's you how do. my family you handled conflict. a conflict. Here's how my... Family communicated. Here's here's how my family affirmed one another, if they even ever did. Those are big issues. So marriage is, marriage not only is what you do after you say I do, it's what you do before you say I do. And one of the weaknesses that we experienced in our marriage was we did not get a lot of premarital, biblical, Christian counseling. Yes. Which... Even even though we, yeah, even though we were in church, we we hadn't heard messages about it. We we had we didn't go to counseling and and or a pre marriage class. Mm -hmm. There there, I don't know. I don't remember that being offered. So definitely that was a mistake. But when you, I was going to say when you look at the backdrop of this oneness, if I am using uh, words to harm and hurt you, or especially intended to harm and hurt you, all of us say things sometimes, and we don't really mean harm. We just, you know, are dumb in our words. But if I say that, I'm really hurting myself because we are one flesh. We're That's one. That's great. So, so when we when we jam the other spouse, we're really jamming ourselves. So when we look into the eyes of our spouse, Lisa, reflected back is who we really are. And that's why I think we have problems in this in this area of communication. Because in communication, there's the TLC principle. In communication, there are rules of engagement. And next time. On the next podcast, on the XO Marriage platform, on the Creative Marriage platform, we're going to talk about it. So, if you're liking this, I'm loving it. Me too. Subscribe, which I'm going to do, and leave us a five-star review. Not four stars. No, 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 no. I want to see all those five stars shaded because your reviews help get the word out. So... We want to build creative marriages, so we want to get the word out, and you'll help us by doing that. And what is creativity? It's the God-given ability to change for the good. That's right. We'll see you next time.